Well, thanks so much for joining me today for episode four of season three of the Healthy Skeptic MD podcast. I'm Dr. Michael Hockman. We're heading into Memorial Day weekend, so I decided to make today's episode a mini episode. I'm not going to interview a guest, but we will, as always, go through the health news summary of the week. But I do have a very exciting announcement. So starting with our next episode, the Healthy Skeptic MD is going to be partnering with the not-for-profit health plan, SCAN Health Plans. Very interesting organization. It's a California-based not-for-profit health plan founded in 1977 by a group of senior activists in the Long Beach community who were not happy with their existing healthcare options. It's evolved into one of the largest and most respected Medicare plans in the nation. They now have more than 215,000 members nationwide, and they've maintained their not-for-profit status and their mission focused on making healthcare more accessible and easier for seniors in California. So a big part of the reason that I am going to be partnering with SCAN on this podcast going forward is that starting next month, I'm actually going to be joining the SCAN team. I'm very excited to be the inaugural CEO of a new medical group that SCAN is starting to focus on the care of homeless populations in California. Really important and growing uh, topic. Uh, and look forward to talking more about it in future episodes of this podcast. Now, some of you astute listeners may remember uh, last, uh, actually the first season of the Healthy Skeptic MD on November 6th episode with Dr. Sachin Jain, the CEO of Scan Health Plan, and he talked about his vision for creating a medical group for homeless populations. That's where this idea came from. We followed up that conversation with subsequent conversations, and here I am today as the uh, inaugural CEO of that uh, new group. So I'm very excited to be joining the SCAN team going forward. This podcast will be funded and supported by SCAN, but we will keep, keep our same focus and mission on helping consumers make better, more informed decisions with a little bit of that less is more theme weaved in there. And I'm also going to focus a little more on some of the topics like geriatric medicine and homeless healthcare that are really important to SCAN's mission. So stay tuned for the first episode in this partnership next week. Then after next week, we're going to go back to our every other week schedule, the Healthy Skeptic MD going forward. So now let's jump into the news summary. And the first item I want to mention is a question that I'm getting with increasing frequency among my patients. And that is, if I have a weakened immune system, does the COVID-19 vaccine still work for me? Now, the short answer is that the vaccine still does provide pretty good uh, protection, even among those with weakened immune systems, but not as good. So we've seen a number of studies that have shown somewhat lower antibody levels among those with weakened immune systems who have, for example, cancer, HIV, or on medications that suppress the immune system. And secondly, there have definitely been a number of anecdotal cases of severe breakthrough COVID-19 infections among those who have been vaccinated and have a weakened immune system. So what I've been telling my patients here is to use common sense. First and importantly, Uh, do get the vaccine because although it's maybe not as effective, it is still quite effective in those with weakened immune systems. Secondly, it still might make sense to be a bit more cautious about relaxing some of those restrictions. So for example, you might still wear a mask if you're in close contact with others who might not be vaccinated. You might also try to avoid 
poorly ventilated indoor crowded environments with many other people around. So the second news item I want to touch on is a very interesting article I read in the May 19th edition of the publication STAT. And it was titled, How Does the COVID-19 Pandemic End? And it reviewed the last four major flu pandemics and noted that very interestingly, none of these ended as a result of a vaccine and also none of them ended as a result of herd immunity from natural infections. Instead, humans and the viruses seem to come to something of a stalemate. Humans develop some natural immunity to the virus, and the viruses themselves became less virulent. And the net result of all this is that the viruses led to endemic seasonal infections like the flu or common colds, but they did not lead to major morbidity and mortality like an acute pandemic situation like we're in right now. So most of the experts interviewed for the article actually think that this is now most likely the way that this COVID-19 pandemic is going to end, even with the vaccinations programs that are going around. As for timing, of course, nobody knows, but these experts seem to think it's going to be fastest in countries where the vaccines are getting out there and humans are developing immunity faster. But that, of course, remains to be seen. So I'm going to finish off the news summary today with some non-COVID-19 news, and that is new recommendation from the United States Preventive Services Task Force to begin colon cancer screening among people beginning at age 45 rather than waiting until you turn 50. Now, this is a big change that's going to affect a lot of people. And also, we've talked a bit about it in previous episodes of this podcast, but now that it's the official guidelines, I thought it was worth revisiting. Now, the guidelines acknowledge that this change was not brought about by any new evidence about the effectiveness of screening in the 45 to 50 category, but rather due to a concerning trend of more young people with aggressive forms of colon cancer screening. Now, generally speaking, I would have liked to see evidence of the benefit of screening in that 45 to 50 population, but I do see the counterpoint about this concerning trend. So what I've been telling my patients on this uh, topic, at least in the last week since these new guidelines have come out, is that uh, it is very reasonable and appropriate to start thinking about colon cancer screening beginning at age 45. But this does not mean you need to rush out and get an invasive colonoscopy. An equally appropriate option is to do an annual stool test. And if that's negative, you can forego the colonoscopy, but you do need to make sure you do that uh, uh, stool test every year. And by the way, this applies not just in the 45 to 50 age group, but according to the guidelines, the annual stool test is an equally appropriate option for screening or alternatively to do an, uh, a colonoscopy every 10 years. That's it for the news summary. We'll uh, pick it up again next week. And as a reminder, we'll be launching this new partnership with Scan Health Plan. So definitely stay tuned for that. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. If you did enjoy what you heard today and are excited about the upcoming new episodes, please search and subscribe to the Healthy Skeptic MD wherever you listen to podcasts. Pass it along to friends, family who might be interested. And please do consider leaving us a review wherever you listen. Thanks again. Have a great weekend.